Welcome to Under the Palm Tree with Jaki. I am your host, Jaki Dance. You are at the right place at the right time. Firstly, thank you for meeting me under the palm tree that God has prepared for me as I boldly weigh in on a wide variety of topics, situations, and circumstances. No holds barred, literally anything that the Most High God instructs me to speak on, I will do just that. This is a place of truth and nothing but the truth, so help us God. So sit back, relax, and let's talk about it. So about two weeks ago, I was looking and searching and finally I said, here it is. Yes, got it. And it read, physician, author, speaker, entrepreneur, deliverance minister, God's battle axe and weapon of war, Rehoboth Medical Center, Houston, Texas, and Firepower Ministries. If you do not know who this bio belongs to, it is the Twitter bio of Dr. Stella Emanuel. So I'm going to review and make a determination on what I am going to call the curious case of Dr. Stella Emanuel. Where were you when you heard about Dr. Dr. Emanuel and the America's Frontline Physicians video? And what was your initial reaction or thought about the video? I can tell you where I was. I was sitting at my desk, scrolling down my Facebook newsfeed when I saw the video. It appeared to be a group of doctors standing in white coats holding some kind of a press conference. I kept scrolling. Um, I wasn't interested in it, um, but for some reason, I went back to it and pressed play. Initially, To be quite honest with you, I thought they were paid actors. I thought maybe, okay, this is an infomercial or some kind of a PSA. We are in an election election year, a very big election year, and there is a lot going on, right? There are agendas everywhere. So friendly reminder, be wise, right? It is so important to have the Holy Spirit and the gift of discernment because the spirit of deception is at an all-time high. Okay, I digress. So after a couple of minutes, I'm watching and watching and I'm assessing and evaluating the video thinking, okay, I have a handle on the purpose of this video. I see where they are going with this. And then a black female physician steps forward and she begins to speak and as she is speaking her passion her intelligence and her anointing became very evident to me then she started doing this rocking back and forth motion which made me focus on her even more she then begins to give statistical data on the number of patients which I believe was 350 Um, that she has treated with COVID-19 and the treatment that she used for these patients, which was hydrochloroquine, Zithromax, and zinc. And according to her, when she administered um, this treatment in the early stages, it worked. She also stated that many of these patients had underlying conditions 
and all of them recovered. All 350 patients, many with underlying conditions, recovered with the use of hydrochloroquine, Zithromax, and zinc. Now we know hydrochloroquine has been all over the news, right, in the last few months, right? So I can tell you that after she spoke, I really didn't hear anything else that the rest of the doctor said. I just became so super intrigued by this woman. I called my sister, I told her about the video, and I said to her, this just went to a whole nother level of real. Obviously, the video goes viral, and of course, many people became very interested in the African lady doctor, right? No surprise there. And they took the initiative to dig a little deeper into her identity. It is my belief that there was an underlying motivation to disparage and to sway public opinion because her remarks, her statements were so effective and they were so impactful. This is just my belief. There was a motivation in existence to disparage her and to sway public opinion. But you know what? I also think that that motivation, I believe it backfired, right? I honestly do believe that. And whether or not you believe her claims regarding treatment, there is no denying Again, her effectiveness as a speaker and the impact this woman made on the world. I believe what actually happened was an interest was sparked in an even greater way for people to want to know more about Jesus Christ. This is what I believe. I also believe that many were made glad, some were made mad, but you know what? To God be all of the glory. And so what these researchers um, brought to our attention, which was really in plain sight, it was hidden in plain sight. Just if you put her name in the search, all of these things came up. If it would just take you to the um, her YouTube channel, her different social media platforms. So it was hidden in plain sight. But there were three things that I saw in circulation. One was... Um, that she believed or taught in the existence of alien DNA. Secondly, she taught and believed in, um, she believes in spiritual pregnancies. And thirdly, she teaches on two um, entities named Incubus and Succubus. Okay, when I heard the information, which again was in plain sight for all to see, I chuckled. And probably rolled my eyes like, okay, here we go. And I am pretty sure that anyone who is familiar with deliverance ministry or is a deliverance minister was totally unfazed by these revelations and by this information, again, that was hidden in plain sight. For many of us, again, who are familiar with deliverance ministry or is a deliverance minister, this was not our first time hearing about these things. Right. I have known many people over the years who have made claims of being sexually violated by incubus and succubus. I kid you not. As recent as a few years ago. So I didn't say, 
oh my goodness, who is this incubus and succubus that this lady doctor speaks of? No, I was like, okay, yeah, I've heard this before. And I can say that hearing incubus and succubus mentioned on CNA, CNN, right, in different mainstream media outlets, now that was a little weird, right? It was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I was amazed. Let me say this. I was amazed at the amount of people who courageously came forward to publicly share their personal experiences and encounters with these entities, right? And just going to different sites and reading different posts. And, you know, I started reading the comments because I wanted to get a handle on public opinion. Like, what does the public think about this revealed information or these beliefs of Dr. Emanuel? And I believe that Dr. Emanuel gave them the confidence they needed to share their deep, dark secrets, which I honestly believe led to another level of freedom and healing for them. Because whether you believe it or not, this is their experience and it is real to them. And to witness these, to read these comments, you know, people who were defending her and saying, hey, this happened to me. It was so amazing to me. Like the courage that that takes to come forward and to give your own testimony about something that she said that, you know, a good amount of people mocked and, you know, whatever, that to me was a big deal. And um, so now as it relates to alien DNA, the phrase alien DNA, that is a lot all by itself. It is. I mean, where do you go with that? But if you are knowledgeable of the weightier subjects of the Bible, you probably have a bit more understanding about the use of the word alien and where she was probably going with it. Right. In my opinion, it is not my belief that she was talking about E.T., um, like an E.T. phone home kind of thing, or even a close encounters of the third kind situation, or like um, Area 51. That was not what I, that wasn't my takeaway from the alien DNA phrase. I, when I heard the phrase, immediately thought about the Nephilim. And you, if you're, you're interested in that, you can, I guess, I think it's in Genesis 6 and, wow, I think it's Ezekiel 32. But that was what I thought about. I thought about the Nephilim. And if, you know, I'm misinformed, if you have information that would um, shed light on the alien DNA phrase, right, something that maybe I could have missed, please share it with me. Because maybe it's something that I missed, but my takeaway was that she was talking about the Nephilim. Um, and one thing that I do know is that the Most High God, Yahweh, right, he used this woman to once again bring Jesus Christ, salvation through him, and all of its many benefits to the world stage once again. 
And there is no denying that deliverance and healing are two of the many benefits of salvation. And this woman was used to bring Jesus Christ once again back to the world stage, center stage, and have a spotlight shined on Jesus Christ again. And the benefits of deliverance and healing, two things which are found in salvation. You know, I think that if I had to um, explain deliverance or put it in a really, um, I guess, to make it easier to understand, I would say that deliverance ministry refers to freeing people, right? In deliverance ministry, it's as if people are being freed from the influence of evil spirits or, um, in other words, Uh, demons are being cast out for Jesus and his early followers. Deliverance was a normal part of the gospel. It was just a regular everyday thing. And because of misunderstandings, fear and other factors, deliverance, in my opinion, is something that has been greatly neglected in the Western church. Right. But let's let's be very clear on this one thing. Deliverance is just as needed and it is just as relevant today as it was in the time of Christ and in the early church. Many people have received deliverance and experienced freedom from various types of oppressions, bondage, torment, and afflictions. There are five truths about demonic influence that are very, very important. One, being demonic influence is real and much more common than many people realize. Um, There are varying degrees and types of demonic influence. There are definitely certain things that can open the door to demonic influence. Christians can most definitely be under demonic influence and most definitely need deliverance. And fifthly, we in Christ have been given the power and authority to drive out evil spirits and be free from demonic influence. Always remember and never forget, Jesus died on the cross, not only for our forgiveness, but also to deliver us from the kingdom of darkness and to set us free. So if you want to know more about deliverance, I encourage you to study the Holy Bible first, primarily. And secondly, I would recommend, I recommend, I highly recommend that you purchase the book um, entitled Pigs in the Parlor, A Practical Guide to Deliverance, and it was written by Frank and Ida Mae Hammond. This book is very dear to me. I first read it when I was a teenager. It's a really great book. So if deliverance is something that you want to learn more about, primarily, first source, Bible, And I would suggest that you purchase Pigs in the Parlor by Frank and Ida Mae Hammond. So what I want to do is go over a little more data. And um, there was a survey taken by YouGov. And in the survey, they asked Americans about their belief in various paranormal activities. And it turns out that more than four in 10 Americans believe that ghosts, demons, and other supernatural beings do exist. More than one in five say that demons definitely exist, 
while slightly more believe that they probably exist. Far less common is the belief that vampires live among us. Um, Only 13% of Americans say that vampires definitely or probably exist. Okay, so we have 13% of Americans who believe that vampires definitely exist. So this is a big election year and I wanted to look into what are the partisan differences when it comes to um, a belief in supernatural entities. What do the Republicans and Democrats think? So the Republicans are more likely than Democrats to believe in the existence of supernatural entities of all kinds, particularly demons, right? Over half of Republicans say that they believe in demons, while far fewer Democrats say the same. So that's 54% of Republicans say that they believe in demons, while far fewer, 37% of Democrats say the same. Mm -hmm. So this is very interesting. So I guess Dr. Emanuel isn't, um, she's not standing alone, huh? Wow. Okay, so what is my ruling on the curious case of Dr. Stella Emanuel? It is my determination that Dr. Emanuel is not insane. She is not a quack. She is not some kind of a witch doctor. She is, however, a born-again believer who is on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. And she is most definitely God's warrior in battle axe, as her bio stated. And she clearly has a powerful deliverance ministry. I believe this woman is bold. She is passionate and fearless as a lion. I also believe that when she came forward on a global platform and used her voice, God gave her. When this woman used her God-given voice, on a global platform to speak what is true. I believe that the scientific and spiritual world collided. It was revolutionary and it sent shockwaves throughout the world. So please understand and please know that there are many more Dr. Emanuels out there and they exist in all of the seven mountains of influence. And they are going to begin to come to the forefront. And I just pray that they may have this woman's same boldness, right? And her fearlessness and open up their mouths and use their voices in truth to declare the year of the Lord. So keep Dr. Emmanuel in prayer, right? And you may not see it yet, but deliverance has come. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. Much love to you all. Meet me under the palm tree next week. 
Tuesday at 8 p.m. Until then, be blessed.